had an idea to have conversations about lessons we've learned, courtesy of the choices we make in relationships, and here we are. A podcast was born. After all, it's not always them. Sometimes it's you. In this episode, we'll talk about going from options to being the only. So thank you so much for joining me, sir. You're quite welcome. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Thou art well as well. Thank you. So we can just dive right in if you're ready. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. So why are you not married? We're going to dive in. Let's dive oh, in. Oh, wow. You <laughs> jump right into it. You jump right into it. I asked for permission and you granted it. I, so I, here I we are. I gave you permission to, to dive right off the dresser. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why am I not married? So um, I won't say that I have not had opportunities because uh, I have. And of course, I've let some opportunities uh, slip through my fingers for one reason or another. Um, mm -hmm. I believe I can accredit it to not being uh, secure enough within myself mm. in the past financially to feel that I was in a position to be a provider mm -hmm. in, in the terms of being a husband. Mm -hmm. um, and I think uh, fear is mostly based on fear, afraid that I was going to mess things up, you know, and um, not be able to sustain that that connection or that commitment uh, because just, just the fear, you know, everything is a risk, yeah. no matter what it is in business, in friendships, in relationships, it's a risk, you know, and I didn't realize that as I was growing and coming through life. And sometimes if you don't recognize um, or see a solid marriage, it's hard to know how to conduct yourself mm -hmm. in a marriage. So I didn't grow up seeing solid marriages uh, outside of church, you mm -hmm. know, but you never know what's going on behind closed doors in other people's homes. You know what I yeah. mean? I just know what I didn't see. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, as uh, I've gotten older um, and more mature, yes, I've, uh, I've, I've desired to be married and I can't wait actually to be a husband. Oh, really? Yeah, so true. you're no longer afraid? Uh, you know, that I've never given 100% complete trust away. So <laughs> uh, I'd say I'm 99.9% .9 no longer afraid. The 1%, I, I'd love to find someone that could work with me uh, to, to overcome that 1% of fear. Okay. So work with you, someone who can help you overcome that fear what right. does that person have to possess in order to help you overcome that fear they'd have to be um they'd have to be confident themselves they'd have to mm -hmm. have you know sometimes when you have to you know it's kind of not like it's like the blind leading the blind but you know if you have a giver and a receiver mm -hmm. or a giver and a taker mm -hmm. then you know a lot of times the taker just takes until the giver gives up the giver has nothing left yeah. Um, but if you have someone that's willing to give as much as you're willing to give and willing to uh, accept or understand, I think understanding it might be the best, the best uh, terminology there that I could use. Um, your your path, how how you are, who you were, who you are. Yeah. Then um, that person just has to possess the ability to 
to to know who and what she's working with. Nice. You know, it's more it, it, and 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 it's not really love. I think I think it's got more to do with other things more than love. Like, like such as trust, mm-hmm. loyalty, honesty. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, trust has a lot of different. Uh, to me, it's my opinion. Trust has a lot of different. Um, definitions you know you can trust that someone has your back um or not you know and I grew up learning you can't trust anybody I just mm-hmm. I just walked through life that way so and it would it, it would take it would take me relinquishing trust and someone else and, and knowing and trusting someone with that relinquishment of trust and so that is part of the one percent standing yes. in your way. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm not nobody's perfect, of course. So I can't say that I get it right one hundred percent of the time. Because sometimes yeah. I still don't trust myself. So if I don't trust myself, how can I expect someone to fully trust trust me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, why don't you trust yourself, though? I mean, well, because if if the goal is to get married and you don't trust yourself and you're seeing yourself as this provider, as this protector, how are you supposed to function in a relationship with someone else if you don't trust yourself? Maybe I won't say don't trust myself. Mm -hmm. And 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 there are moments that I don't, of course, because it's the fear of the unknown, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, You do have to allow yourself grace and you have to allow the next person grace. Yeah. So when I say I don't trust myself, you know, a lot of times um, without the fact, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer, a firm believer in facts and vibe. If I vibe, if mm-hmm. it feels good, then yes, I can trust 100%, 100% if it feels mm-hmm. good. Um, but it's the fear of the unknown or the unseen that I, that I might struggle with from time to time. And that's, like I said, that's part of that 1%. That's just life, though. Everybody deals with that. Of course. Everybody deals with that. I agree. So would you say you're weighing your options? Weighing my options as in have... Relationships, dating, yes, potential, yes. Uh, (laughs) That's kind of a loaded question. Um, No, not well. I won't say I'm weighing my options, you know, um... I, I, I say no, just to give you a simple answer. Just to make sure your phone doesn't ring from thirty-seven it's, people. <laughs> it's it's like I said, it's it's about the feeling, the vibe. I think I've outgrown, um, just just I guess you could say serial dating. Yeah. Um, I, I like to be intentional nowadays, and mm-hmm. um, I had to learn that. I had to learn to be that way. So weighing my options, you know, um, I'm just at a place where I'm ready. I'm ready. So weighing my options seems like somebody who ain't really sure. You get what I'm saying? And you're just vetting people and talking to people and dating. And that works when you 25 or 30, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so I'm, I'm not there. I'm well beyond those, those years. 
Well, and I feel like, too, the, the difference is what you said, dating with intention or pursuing relationships with intention, because now you're at a place where you are serious about wanting to get married. So that doesn't necessarily mean that you are shuffling multiple people around. It's weighing your options as in even if it's OK, I am leaning towards this person, but I'm not exactly sure about the other person. And to me, that's just part of the process. Right. It is how you conduct yourself through that process, whether or not you're conducting it with integrity and communicating in a way that doesn't remove the power of choice from the other party. And I hear that a lot in my conversations with women. And even I've said it, you know, it's OK if you are not at a place where I am. Do your thing, but don't take away my power of choice. Want to put me on a shelf <laughs> right. until you're ready. Right. And right, here right. I am thinking that we're in a different place. So, yeah. Right. That's that's exactly right. I agree 100%. So have you ever dated multiple women before? A yes. serial dater? Uh, yes, I've, I've, I've been in that place or in that space. And to go back to the previous question, um, I, I do have a follow-up response or answer. Yeah. I, I also think that when you have, when you have things to protect, mm. you know, we, when you, and I'll kind of give you some history. When you grow up, with not a lot mm -hmm. um, and you work hard to become a better version of yourself and contribute to society and uh you know maybe have some 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 uh, uh i guess reserve funds stacked in the bank yeah. <laughs> you know you 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 have things that you want to protect whether mm -hmm. it's uh financial financial things assets things you want to protect and you you can't just and, and maybe, again, this is, might be part of that trust thing. Um, you don't want to just give it away to just anybody. You, you know, uh, yeah. I, 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 I'll, I'll use Dr. Dre, for example. Mm. He got married, didn't get a prenup. You know, and his wife was asking for 20 million a month or a year or something like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> now, I'm using that as an uh, extreme example. Because I'm nowhere near that, but I'm just saying. Close enough. The, possi the possibility is there that you could get taken advantage of when you don't know the other person's intentions or the other person may have an agenda that you may not be aware of because they think they can come up on you. Um, and, and again, that's just a matter of maybe possibly dating multiple people, vetting them to get to know who they are and how they, how they conduct themselves. Which well, I guess leads to the next question. Well, and I, I have a ton of questions. I, I tend to ask a lot of questions, but <laughs> I, I'll just say this <laughs> based on what you just shared. You never really know, fully know a person. You could know someone all their life and might not know they're a freak unless you see them at night. That's the facts. <laughs> from, 100% facts. From the from, group Houdini. From yes. the book of Houdini. From the book of Houdini. But because we're always becoming, because we're always evolving, right? Even the person that I was six months ago, I'm not that person now. At my core, yes. You know, right. I'm still a Same person thing. of integrity, blah, 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 blah. But when you talk about what you need to protect, to me, that too goes back to trust. And if you feel like I'm coming into this relationship with X, and you don't even have why, but I want to see if we're going to make this work. Get a prenup. I, I agree. 
I agree. And, and no matter what, you have to be upfront and honest about that. Not, not afraid, because people can guilt you into, into thinking you're going into it negative, or you're going into it already thinking we're not going to work. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm protecting myself and I'm protecting you. You know, because guess what? You know, like you said, you you don't know a person of freak unless you see him at night, and that's the that's the truth. Well, and a part of that too, though, right, is, and I feel like that's where therapy and counseling comes in. Because when you have a third party, um, especially when it comes to like couples counseling, that's going to call each person on their stuff and ask the questions that may be uncomfortable or even identify the blind spots that you can't see. This is true. It's extremely eye-opening. I, I, I agree. And, you know, and, and the, the scary part about that is we're not conditioned to think therapy. No. From 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 history, you know, either you get a beating or you go to church and pray about it. Yes. But, you know, guess what? Sometimes therapists are put in positions to be that, like you said, that that third eye or ear that you that that covers those blind spots or uncover those blind spots that you just don't see. That's actually one of my requirements. <laughs> you know how they say people have a list. Like if, if the brother is not willing to go to therapy. It's, it's a deal breaker for you? Yeah. Okay, well, I get it. I understand. I understand. Yeah. And here's why. Um, just from someone who said, you know what? I want to get a therapy, a therapist, excuse me, and go to therapy before I get into crisis as a proactive measure and to see how it has helped me. Um, for someone who would come to the table and say, no, nah, I don't need that. My question would be like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? What? So you're totally fixed. And none was, of us are. <laughs> I was that person that you're describing. I was mm-hmm. that person. Not that I was so dead set against it. I just felt like, you know, let's, let's, let's face something first. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when you go to church and you, you send like you, you, part of my expression, but you send your ass off all week and all, all weekend. Yeah. So Sunday morning, you get up like, I need to go to church and repent. <laughs> Make me new. Or pray, because guess what? You don't, you don't really see the help, the need for help until something goes wrong in your life. And so that's, I, I, trust me, I've been there. I don't need and therapy. I, I, I'm not crazy, you know, because we ha- have been taught people that go to therapy and sit on people's couches might have something wrong with them in their brain. So, yeah. and that's yeah. not always true. Sometimes you just got to get it off your chest. It's just that happens a lot in my sessions with my clients, right? Um, they'll come to the conversation saying that they wanted to talk about something else. And by the time we're done, they just needed to get it out. And then once they hear themselves, they have a different level of awareness. But I made a commitment to myself that if I can get an oil change every 3000 miles, I'm not going to take better care of a vehicle than I do of myself. So therapy to me is a gift. And so, yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's, if someone's not willing to go to therapy now, when we're supposed to be in a good place, what's going to happen when we're not. I agree. So let's switch gears. I, I want to know what attracts you to a woman. What attracts me to a woman? Yes. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I want an honest answer to that question. Oh, wow. Well, I'll say this. 
Can you, can you still hear me okay? I can still hear you. Okay. This is where you want to check all the other stuff yeah, that yeah, matters. Sure you want to get my, get my, my she right. <laughs> um, so, of course, I'm a man. Yes. And men are physical. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we like what we see. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes that's all you have when you first meet someone, the, the, what you see at first, you know, the physicals. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there have been times I might start at the top. The <laughs> woman start at the top and my way down. And what does that mean? I, I'm not going to let you get away with that. Walk <laughs> me through that. I start at the top. <laughs> Work my way down. So I'm, I'm a fan of natural, natural okay. hair. I don't like okay. wigs. I don't like weave and all that extra stuff because I feel like God made you in his image. So you should reflect that at all times as much as possible. Yeah. Um, so I don't have a problem with, you know, makeup and, and enhancements here and there. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm kind of old school when it comes to that. So, yeah, when I say I start at the bottom and work my way down, I mean, at the top and work my way down. That's where yeah. I start. I'm like, OK, she had nice hair, mm-hmm. had pretty eyes, got nice, nice lips, nice mm-hmm. teeth. That smile is important. Um, Dentures, yes or no? I'm you can't tell. How, how would you know? <laughs> how would you know? Veneers, you can see that. You can see veneers. <laughs> but how would you know, right? Right. So, so you know, uh, that that would be where I, I'd start, you know. And uh, of course, if she takes care of her teeth. Even if she has dentures, that means she's taking effort to take care of her teeth. <laughs> she's made she has it. benefits. She's going to the dentist. That counts. Have benefits. So yeah, you, that little stuff. You know, if she got on glasses, that means she has eye benefits. So she can afford glasses. So, <laughs> so yeah, I start there, work my way down. <laughs> you work your way down. So okay. So now yeah, we're at we're at the smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, Keep going. The, 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 the body part of it, of course, we like we like fit. I, I like a fit woman. I try to be fit. I know I got work here and there to do at different places, but for the most mm-hmm. part, um, you know, you look at a, a woman's physique, you mm-hmm. know, because um, you, you can only look at the outer before you can see the inner, right? Yeah. Um, so we're, we're at the shoulders, you know. I, I don't want to go too deep, but I'll just say... I like a fit woman. You like a fit woman. Okay. <laughs> um, and you can tell also by her, her style of dress, because now you're looking at, like I said, the outer, the clothing. She's, she's feminine. She dresses like a woman. She's feminine. Yeah. I'm not trashy. I'm not a fan of trashy. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of sexy, but not trashy. Yeah. Um, and the shoes, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a shoe guy. So if she had on nice shoes, I feel like if a woman take care of her, her, her teeth and her feet, she uh, she'll take care of me. she'll take care of herself and she'll take care of me if if she's chosen. You get what I'm saying? I do. This is so interesting to me because, <laughs> of course, different people like different things, right? So this is right. <clears throat> excuse me your your opinion based on what it is you want, what you like, what you find attractive. But yeah. I have heard so many men say. You know, they don't like the lashes, they don't like the weaves, and, and they don't like all of this extra stuff. And I'm not saying that women do it for men. Some do. But yeah. there are a lot of women who say, I don't mind enhancing what God gave me. 
And this is what works for me. But at the end of the day, I believe when you find somebody who likes you, who loves you, who's good to you, good for you, can appreciate you, and y'all can figure out how to make it work, that's a great step in a I wonderful agree. direction. I agree. And you know, what you present, how you present yourself is what people see first. Mm-hmm. So if you think about it in business, you know, one thing I've learned when I was in college was, you know, if you dress for success or dress for the job you want, not the yeah. job you have. Mm-hmm. So your first impression speaks louder volumes than anything you say from your mouth. Yeah. Because the person sees you coming toward them or you're walking towards someone or you enter a room or they enter a room. Without saying a word, how you carry and conduct yourself speaks for you, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I am a, I'm a firm believer in that. And of course, as you as you peel back the layers and you get to talk to someone, how they how they carry conversation, mm-hmm. their personality, the the inners start coming through. And if it's a if it's good, it make you more attractive. You know. Yeah. So what do you look for in inner? I look for friendly. <laughs> I look for that. I've dealt with some unfriendly people in my life. They're beautiful on the outside, but man, Broomhilda on the inside. Um, but yes, so I look for friendly first and foremost because I'm a friendly guy. I like to, I like to, you know, I like to talk to people. I like, I, I, I'm a, I'm, I'm in. I'm in sales. I'm in, a, in I'm in corporate sales, so mm-hmm. I like to build relationships. So you know, talking to someone that I can communicate properly with mm-hmm. is important. And mm-hmm. and, I, and I look I look for that level of intellect that is one matches mine or is better. Nice. So you're looking to level up and yes. keep your money well, to yourself. Always, always, yeah, always, always. Because that's guess what? That's a level up to someone who doesn't have that. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah. So it's not. It's about sharing with someone that I trust and that trusts me, and you know, building. You know. I commented. Leveling up. It's a good way to look at it. Yeah, I, I commented on a relationship post earlier today, and it was about struggle love from the perspective of finances. And the question was, um, is it possible to have romance without finance? And my response was absolutely. And someone, a stranger that I don't know, replied to my comment and was saying, you know, what has he been doing all this time? Like, shouldn't he basically be at a different point? or have more going on for himself. And I'm like, life happens to everybody. But when you get to that place where you and I are in this chapter together, my question is, are you working on building a better version of yourself? Are you committed to building? And that makes a difference to me, not just, okay, you're at a point in your life where you have X because I didn't always have what I have now. So it really depends on the individual. I agree. I agree. And, and, you know, the thing is, you know, again, in, in our community, mm-hmm. we're, we're taught romance with no finance is a damn nuisance. <laughs> <laughs> and as you grow, you start realizing that. I mean, it, and again, it depends on the type of person, the individual, because I yeah. felt people that accepted me when I didn't have a thing yeah. <laughs> and, you know, treated me like a king. Yeah. 
and and so that meant that means a lot you know so when you when you encounter that it's hard to uh i, I would tell anyone you know when, when you find that person you hang on to that person because they're not there for what you have and what you yeah. can bring and what you can do they're there for you uh, more than anything it, whether even if it's to help you build inspire you to build or make mm-hmm. yourself better um maybe something about you that inspires them you know sometimes people can see the better part of you that you can't even see within yourself absolutely and i've been told that so mm-hmm. you know that's uh that's that's a that's rare to find so romance with no finance can be a nuisance <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely because again the the intent in the intentions and the uh, the is, is the integrity of the person is what what counts. You know, I had I had days and times that I didn't have a dollar in my pocket. Yeah. But I had on the nicest, latest shoes. I had on the mm-hmm. newest fashions. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to look like I didn't have a dollar in my pocket. But guess what? If somebody would <laughs> try to wife me, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> My representative <laughs> was temporary. <laughs> and a lot of that still shows up. I mean, that's just the, the nature of the beast. The You're going to meet some representatives. And, and, you know, sometimes it helps you if you have the mindset of growth. Yeah. Because some people can look bad and feel bad and be bad and never really have the mindset of growth to say, you know what, although I'm here in this place, I'm not going to walk around negative in this place mentally. I'm going to walk around positive mentally in this place until I'm at a place where I can be be a better version of myself. And that takes strength, though. And a lot of people don't have that. And it takes a level of support. And a lot of us are not accustomed to having support for whatever reason. For whatever Um, reason. Yeah, but success is never a solo act. Right. And it all goes back to trust because sometimes you never know who you can trust to support you mm-hmm. without really putting your business in the street. You know, I, I gave I gave such and such 50 bucks, you know, like oh, you didn't have to tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> That's between us. That's between us, man. Let me give you a little funky $50 back. <laughs> yeah, it won't funky when you ask for it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that is hilarious. But but I can't help but think about um you started off your previous response with the physical, right? When I asked what attracts you to a woman. And so in talking about body, I want to know does a woman's body count matter? So how does her past factor into whether or not you'll categorize her as wife material? Right. Well, that was a nice segue into body. Thank you. You um, don't need no other body. You don't need body. no other body. <laughs> um, well, so I have I have mixed emotions or mixed opinions about that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I guess my short answer would be it should not matter. Mm-hmm. It should not matter. Um, unfortunately, um, it to some people it does. Is is, and I'm 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 giving you I'm giving this to you from a male perspective, right? Okay, right. This is my opinion from a male perspective. I'll take it. Uh, we are 
of people that have been, um, I guess, put in a place where we have to kind of fend for ourselves, whether it comes to uh, finances, whether it comes to just taking care of your, your, yourself physically, mm -hmm. mentally, uh, we've, we've had to fend for ourselves. So a lot of times people put themselves in position to, to be, to, to stack up bodies, so to speak. Mm -hmm. but, and, 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 and I know this sounds bad. That's okay. Uh, but I'll say, I'll say we uh, women mm -hmm. that may have grown up in, a, in an area where they don't have a lot, you know, they, they kind of got to do what they got to do to get where they want to be. Mm -hmm. Whereas we as men have been taught to, to be fruitful and multiply. So those royal oats. <laughs> so, All right, Akeem. <laughs> so now, now, speaking of a woman's body count, you know, I think um, I think the the issue that some of some men have with that is men have, <laughs> and I hope the fellas that's hearing this don't get offended and don't think I'm giving away bro code. But we do have some fragile egos, right? Yeah. So imagine a woman dealing with a man for a number of years mm -hmm. and uh, you know he he's all she knows mm -hmm. um she meets someone else mm -hmm. he's different from what she knew mm -hmm. in previous years and that difference might be something she never had mm -hmm. you know and so it's almost like those endorphins are released in a brain kind of like cocaine yeah that have you wanting to repeat that mm -hmm. feeling, because wow, mm -hmm. I was with Tyrone for eight years, and Ray Ray <laughs> showed me something new that I know I was missing. So guess what? Mike Mike might have something newer or different or better. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a it becomes a a, a, a carousel or yeah. a body counts piled up, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, the problem with that, I feel, and this is my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it, it starts to affect a woman's um, ability to pair bond. And what I mean mm -hmm. by that is the ability to connect mm -hmm. with, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a husband. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. Because to me, I think, and, and again, again, this is just me just kind of giving you my, my take on it. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when the female species pair bonds, that's all she would rather know because uh -huh. it's, an emotion, it's an emotional attachment. So the men are concerned about it because guess what? If she's not able to emotionally attack, attach to me, mm. she would be out dealing with Tony, Ray Ray, William, comparing me to those other men, uh -huh. tearing down my, uh, my <laughs> ego, my self-esteem, you know, my manhood. Yes. And, you know, um, so, so no, no our, our egos are too fragile for that. Y'all sensitive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quiet as it's kept. Guess <laughs> what? You know, and 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 the 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 um, you know, I believe the wife mm -hmm. term is um, what we are. I guess how could I put this to make make it make sense? Um. What what does it say in the in the Bible? Uh, what's that chapter? 
in that verse. Um, not to get religious, but Proverbs, I think it is, 18 and 22. He, he who finds a wife finds a good thing, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Is it Proverbs? Am I right? I know you, you are know. right. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> not he who finds a girlfriend, because that girlfriend could not necessarily be a wife if mm -hmm. she has not been raised as a wife by other wives. Because a lot of times, you know, uh, those single women might be telling her something because it didn't work out with, with Big Big Daddy. Didn't work out with Uncle Mike or whoever, Uncle, Uncle Bob. Mm -hmm. Auntie Auntie Mildred sitting around bitter at Uncle Bob. And mm -hmm. so she telling you, you know, girl, live your life. Don't be, don't be tied down to one man. Yep. Um, and before you know it, you're out here dating multiple men. And yes, Mr. Wright might come along because he was taught by his dad to look for a wife, to look for that, that, that woman that understands her role as a wife to mm -hmm. her husband. And, um, you know, she probably could tear him up. Just like the man that don't understand the role as a husband to a wife could tear her up. Yeah. Mentally, you know, emotionally, mm -hmm. and, and leave her, leave her, leave her wrecked, so to speak. You know, so that's my take on it. And, and I, <laughs> I was thinking about something earlier. Uh, yeah. From the book of, from the book of Dr. Dre, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. True. <laughs> <laughs> I, I disagree with that. I, I feel like because again, right? People evolve. People right? evolve, and people I, I, evolve. I agree. I agree. I'm, I, I know people do evolve because guess what? If we want to be husbands, and we're out sewing our role, there are male hoes. I was going to say we yeah. we have accepted some hoes and and thought of them as husband material, yeah. Yeah. and it just seems it's, it doesn't seem it is. There is a double standard. I used to hear growing up, a woman can't do what a man does and still be considered a lady. And so when you say, um, you know, some of the decisions that we make as women as it pertains to body count and how we choose to date, how that can impact our ability to connect. I feel like the same is true for men. I we know. just don't talk about it a lot, right? We don't talk about the emotional health of men and the way that we talk about it with women. And we don't so talk you- about it. I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, go I, ahead. No, I was going to say, it's not talked about in the way of a mental health thing. It's more or less a negative thing. Uh, all men are dogs. These N-words ain't, ain't, ain't mm -hmm. nothing, you know? So mm -hmm. not knowing he could be struggling mm -hmm. <laughs> with something that, mm -hmm. that's, 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 causing that behavior to be what it is you know mm -hmm. um but like you said it's it's not it's when it comes to a woman it's, it's kind of looked at as there is some emotional scarring or something that happened to her well I'm, I, we, we're the same we're the same mm -hmm. same here yeah so but like you said people evolve yeah and quite honestly some of probably some of the best wives <laughs> based on their level of expertise exactly the, the benefits that we exactly. were talking about earlier exactly there, there there come some benefits with that now some some yes indeed yes indeed so what advice would you give to single women who desire a monogamous relationship that leads to marriage you said you're ready to get married you've dated a time or two. So 
for oh, someone like me. Who also wants to be married. And of course, I run into men who are weighing their options. Don't blame them for that. But if I said, okay, I want to be a wife, what advice would you give to women like me? Well, you know, there, 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 there is a double standard, I yes. think, when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. And and this is again my opinion, yeah, my take on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know, if you're a wife, you carry yourself as a wife, you conduct mm-hmm. yourself as a wife mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, you want to make sure you're not giving that wife dumb to just anybody, mm-hmm. but I believe that. You know, you conduct yourself as a wife at all times because, you know, um, and you got to be able to be a strong enough woman to walk away from the wrong uh, suitor, so to speak, the wrong person that's coming after you to be take advantage. So, because you again, you never know a, per- a person's intentions mm-hmm. until you get to know a person, mm-hmm. and you know, some people see this wifely woman walking around you know dressing conservative uh cooking for her boyfriend and showing him that she can be that wife and eventually will take advantage of her but uh i i also believe that a woman should not spend too much time with someone uh that is not sure Mm. and displaying not sureness so to speak Mm -hmm. um because one, you know, you can you can waste time. Time go time don't stop ticking. You know, no. before you know it, you like wow, it's been two years and we in the same place we were when we met. Mm-hmm. And and you know, uh, so it's it's a thing that you gotta be able to. Uh, hang on a second. Sure. Um, it's a thing that you have to be able to. Uh, decipher and, mm-hmm. and be strong enough to walk away if you have to. Nice, nice. Conduct yourself as a wife at all times. What does that mean? And, and I asked that question, but let me say this too before you answer, please. Um, I asked that question because I realized uh, through reflection and some of the the deeper work that I'm in the process of doing that because I have been someone who is a giver, I gave too much too soon. I grew up around married women. So what I saw was women ironing their man's clothes and making sure that they had a meal on the table and all of those things. So here I am, even in my twenties, early thirties, ironing my boyfriend's clothes. Right. Conducting myself as a wife. Right. But but now. Right. And recognizing, okay, there are levels to this. We need to be at a certain place before I get to the point where I'm saying, okay, I'm willing to do certain things for you. And so when you say conduct yourself as a wife for you, what does that mean? Because, again, it means different things. to different Well, well, that's part of it, you know, but at the same time, it's also you want to know that the person that you're conducting yourself as a wife for has the same intentions as mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all about intentional dating, so to speak. 
Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you know, when I say conduct yourself as a wife, there are levels and elements to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other side of that is most women that have something uh, work. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they have to have a life as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they, I'm not cooking for you every night. Just like, but the, but the, it's, it's, it's about expectations as well. You know, Ooh. these are conversations that have to be had. Yes. Before all of that takes place, because mm-hmm. the same way a woman wants to see that a man can provide for her. Yeah. To even be considered his, his wife. Mm-hmm. He wants to, the man that's considering that woman wants to see that, you know, she is that feminine woman yeah. that. I don't have to worry about dressing provocative around my friends, um, being um, embarrassing me in public, yeah. uh, emasculating me in public, um, yeah. spiritually guided. I guess we didn't talk about that much, but I try to keep, I try to keep that out of the conversation because we are naturally people want to be able to. If you have some of these things, the spiritual side of it will be there, so to speak. Yeah. Um, you know, you want the person, and and this and and this is the conducting yourself as a wife. You know, my my view, my view of it, my opinion of it, um, is also just a woman that is that shows. I know this word. A lot of people ain't gonna like this word. That's okay. Say it. Discipline. Mm. You know, she's friendly and cooperative and disciplined. You know, I've I've had situations where I've voiced my opinion. Yeah. About something I didn't like. And mm-hmm. I I didn't I, I got pushed back. I got yeah. I got uh combative. I yeah. got I, it wasn't like, you know what, I understand why you feel how you felt that way, how I said something to make you it was almost like no accountability. Yep. You know, and at the same time, it's like, wow, you know, to the point where you feel like I can't talk to this person to mm-hmm. tell them how I feel. Mm-hmm. So you start not taking them serious at that point. Yeah. And a lot of times when you are looking at it in a situation as, uh, you know what, I ain't taking this situation serious, so I'll just deal with it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so those are, those are elements to conducting yourself as a wife. Just like there are expectations and elements to us conducting ourselves as husbands. Oh, yes. Yes, they are. <laughs> you, a woman want to make sure he is being loyal, being trustworthy, being honest. Yes. yes. Um, the truth hurts a lot, you know, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of that comes with communication and communicating those desires and wants and needs early on and not, not, not conducting yourself as a wife or a husband two years down the line. <laughs> Oh, no, and I ain't got two years. You got it. Almost, you know, <laughs> type of work I do. It's like you got to put a date on it. You got to make sure, you know, what I say is going to happen. And step by step, all the way through and see it through. Because it's easy to get comfortable and kind of let things go by the wayside. And then before you know, time is ticking, 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 ticking. Three years later, you're sitting back like, how in the... How did I get here? 
Oh, no. That's to the point that you made about not spending too much time with someone basically who's not as committed or as ready as you are. And it doesn't take two years to figure that out. Now, if you choose to stay, hey, that's okay. Whatever floats your boat. But I am a firm believer, even when I've heard women say over the years, well, men don't know what they want. They do. They do. They do. A lot of times they do. do. We do. (laughs) Even if it's not articulated. Even if we may feel a little bit confused because we're not getting what we want and seeing what we want to see, men know. Because we have been so traditionally trained to not hurt anyone's feelings. And a lot of us, you know, don't want to get our feelings hurt. So we try to coddle people's feelings and tap dance around different things because we feel like if we do say things a certain way or conduct ourselves or, or not really conduct ourselves, but speak the truth to a degree Mm -hmm. um somebody may get offended and somebody may get offended but guess what that ain't your problem that ain't your (laughs) that ain't my problem i mean i'm I'm sorry because guess truthfully if you had something if the if a and and i'm 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 giving you some some past experiences here yes yes and i've dealt with certain people they had no problem coming to me telling me put me in my place about something they didn't like that I said or did or, or yeah how I how I made them feel yeah uh, and so it made it put me in the mindset of you know I gotta be kind of careful how I word this mm-hmm. and so whenever I did have an issue with something I normally just internalized it never really said anything because little stuff that I made comments about always got blown out of proportion I'm like, they blew that out of proportion. Yeah. Imagine what they're going to do with this over here. So yeah. that's where the friendly and feminine feminine come in, or the cooperative comments comes in at because you have to be able to dish it out and accept it. Well, and you have to be able to dialogue with difference and know that there's going to be some rain. It doesn't matter who you end up being with. But at the same time, being able to have those honest conversations because yes, the truth does hurt, but at the same time, there are too many modes that we can use for communication. Yes. Yes. That we don't use. Right. When we get to that point where it's like, okay, I know I'm starting to leave this relationship incrementally. You should be having a conversation, right? Not you specifically, but people (laughs) that this happens to, right? Yeah, it should be had. And it doesn't have to be, look, I'm on my way out, but it could be, look, this is something that doesn't set well with me. And we may need to work through this before we go any further and whatever that process looks like for you. But a lot of times that's not what happens because when someone comes to the table saying, okay, well, I want to make sure that I don't hurt this person's feelings. You may hurt their feelings, but anytime that my feelings have been hurt, I've always respected a man who told me the truth. Right, right. Right. Give me the truth and let me deal with it. And then we can go from there or not. But at least I have the information I need to make the best choice for me. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, on a perfect day, I know I can count on you. (laughs) You better quote new edition. (laughs) When that's not possible, tell me, can you weather the storm? Listen, you know, I can can stand the rain. (laughs) I I, I didn't um, I didn't really catch those words early on until Mm -hmm. recently. Wow. Storms, storms will come. Everybody loves the sun. Yep. But when the rain comes, can you stand it? Can you? That's, that's, that's something. That's something. 
And, you know, again, like I said, you have to be able to um, have the conversations. You're going to, there, there has to be a yin to a yang. There has to be a, 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 a good to a bad, a bad to a good. Not always. You want there to be more good than bad. Absolutely. Sometimes some, some hard conversations have to be had. And that's just what it is. That's and just life. Like you said, you have to be able to put it out there so the other person can have the option to work with that truth and not mm-hmm. take that option away. Mm-hmm. Whether, you, whether you respond in a negative way, that'll take it away. Whether you say you don't want to hear it, uh, you, you, you got to be able to put the, give that person their option to make that decision and stay or go, one or the other. Yeah, but you know, you learn so much about a person through the storm. You learn who you really working with through the storm. And that's not to say you want more storms to come. But when you look at how a person deals with stress, how they deal with adversity, how they talk to you when they're upset, how they treat you, it's an indicator of the person you really are dealing with. That's the truth. When 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 it's when it's all when the rubber hit the road, mm-hmm. how you how you gonna act? Mm-hmm. That's it, you know. So, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's I mean, it. How, how you gonna act? How you gonna act? How you gonna respond? <laughs> <laughs> so I have one last question. Okay. One last question. Um, my last question is because we were talking about going from options to being the only. Is there anything else? you'd like to share? Maybe a thought that you had that you didn't have the opportunity to share as of yet. Any last parting words? You've given us some advice on how single women who desire a monogamous relationship that leads to marriage can apply, but is there anything else that you'd like to share? Any last parting words? Um, if I could, I guess, impart some parting words, I would say, that you know everything everything we do in life is a risk yeah sometimes putting your trust 100 trust in someone not 50 percent trust in someone yeah is a a risk Mm -hmm. and you have to be able to take the risk and deal with the consequences yeah or or not and and it's all about being honest Mm -hmm. it's all about communicating that honesty yeah um and also being able to receive that honesty and, and process it. Mm-hmm. And guess what? And, and, and be honest with yourself more than anything. <sighs> because if, if you're not ready for what someone else is ready for, mm-hmm. you should be honest enough with yourself to tell them that. Mm-hmm. You should be honest enough with yourself enough to say, you know what, I need, I need to get myself together before I put myself in a position to have to be with someone else mm-hmm. because by then you can all, you can be either in love with them, they in love with you. You've committed to something that you can't, you can't, you can't uphold or you can't keep up. Yeah. And you, it's, it's, it's marked for doom from the jump. Mm-hmm. So I guess the key word in all of that would be being honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself, you know, and and tr- sometimes and trust your gut, trust your trust your gut, um, because you know women women have a sixth sense, 
a sixth yes. sense that we don't have or yep. female intuition. We call it mm-hmm. a sixth sense. Y'all call it mm-hmm. intuition. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's that inner God telling you what or what not to do. Yes. And you got to listen to it. You got to listen to it. If it don't feel right, it might not be right. So, yeah, trust, trust yourself and be honest with yourself. And they almost go hand in hand. It's so interesting that you mentioned that, um, trusting yourself and listening to your intuition. My therapist told me that earlier this year. Oh, and I had, I had a random thought in the shower one day. And that random thought led to me posing a question that exposed some information that I would not have known otherwise. Oh, wow. And I was like, you know what? One of the things that I will work on until the day I die (laughs) is making sure that I don't silence that inner voice as much as I have in the past. And even to your point about being honest with yourself, um, it's hard to be honest with yourself when you don't know who you are. Right. I agree. 100%. I took an assessment recently and one of the results said that I was a pleaser. And I was like, you a lie. <laughs> That's one thing I'm not is a pleaser until I started reading through the information. And I was like, oh, <laughs> but I would, I wouldn't have never described myself as a pleaser. And I've never heard anyone describe me as a pleaser. So it, it can be tough to be honest with yourself when you don't know who you are. And for a lot of women, because they have so many responsibilities and to a degree take care of others better than they take care of themselves. It can be tough. It's easier said than done. Yes. And, and one other thing I've, I guess, as I've gone through this uh, walk or the life is, you know, once you find that person and you cross that barrier Mm -hmm. uh, of, commitment or relationship or marriage or whatever it is you seek yeah um, you have to learn to love the other person in their language and not yours yes and because because you know a lot of times we how i handle things may not be how you handle things but i might expect you to handle them the way i handle them yeah and and you know with with two different people and vice Absolutely. versa, you might expect me to handle things how you handle them. And so you have to be able to um, accept the other way, the other person's way more so than your own. Again, that goes back to trust. It does. It you does. Know, um, and working on yourself and knowing who you are. You know, I, I, I think I said it earlier. A lot of times people can see things in you that you don't really see in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I took an assessment not too long ago and it didn't say I was a pleaser. It said I was more of a, what it was. So this was a, this was a business, of course, a business assessment. Yeah. It said I was more of a peace keeper. Mm. Interesting. It's like, I was, I wasn't the one to stir up the pot and Mm -hmm. I was stirred up. I normally would just let the pot be stirred up, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) and let the chips fall where they may. And I I, I practiced that well over my years, (laughs) you know, like. So the assessment results were accurate. Not my monkey, not my show. (laughs) But, you know, sometimes, 
you have to step in because that piece, that peak, that 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 rumble can be right at your front door. Yeah. At any given moment, and you got to know how to deal with it. So that's good. If I could leave anyone with those words and thoughts, that's what I would leave them with. Well, thank you for your wisdom and thank you for your time. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for having me and uh, thank you for your time as well. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for, again, joining me for the It's Not You, It's Me podcast. And if anyone who's listening would like to be a guest, you can email us at podcast at, let me say that again. You can email us at podcast it's me at gmail.com. Podcast it's me at gmail.com. Let's strive to do better, live better, and ultimately love better. Thanks All for right. joining. Thank you. Bye. Bye.